0: What is the latest on the Pac-12's venture to get a television deal? What are media folks having to say? LA Times, John Wilner, Big 12 folks, what are they saying right now? Where are the wins going? And also some thoughts on Brett Yormark's evaluation of basketball as we hit the Big 12 tournament. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. It is the 9th of March, 2023, when you are watching this. I am recording this Wednesday evening. Uh, I am calling the Arkansas State playoffs for basketball, the championships for basketball starting tomorrow, I have one game tomorrow at 145. So if something happens middle of the day, I will be able to record reaction, but it'll just be that evening or later on in the day, mostly evening, probably. So folks, I'll never let, you know, stories like that just go by. Just know that if something does happen with a piece of news, which is obviously very possible, uh, some reaction will be coming. It might just be a bit later in the day. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel locked on big 12 here on YouTube. Also find us wherever you get your podcasts as well. So you guys can't watch, uh, you know, doing things like driving, you guys can check out the podcast, still be able to be a part of the show. Um, So I I think this is an interesting, uh, not standstill, but like things are happening behind the scenes right now. We know things, you know, we're to believe reporting are happening behind the scenes. We know that schools are talking to uh, conferences, right? Colorado, good example. They are meeting, having the president's meeting. Uh, it's supposed to be happening or did happen, whatever. Um, the conference commissioners are meeting, or the not conference commissioners, the conference presidents are meeting. The the school presidents for the PAC-12 are meeting. They met over Zoom. Um, we know that Arizona potentially, you know, if you're to believe the reporting, is meeting up with the Big 12 this week. So everybody's kind of talking behind closed doors everybody's keeping a tight lip on everything so far. And so I think it's a good time to kind of see what folks are saying. And I think we had a really interesting piece that came out uh, from the Los Angeles times. They basically the, the t- title of the article was, is the PAC 12 really this bad? Why the league has no TV deal uh, without USC and UCLA. It's by Br- uh, Jay Brady McCullough and it came out on the seventh. So when you all are seeing this two days ago, and really, I think this was more educational than anything. It's highlighted a lot of the topics that we have talked about on this very show, right? Talked about, you know, the Big 12 stepping in lines, talked about USC and UCLA leaving. It's talked about, you know, where people are right now and mentioned stuff like a side-by-side comparison of how the two uh, disregarded Power 5 leagues handled their existential crisis. Does not paint a pretty picture for Kolevkov and the Pac-12 presidents and chancellors who could have had their pick of the big 12 leftovers to guarantee the survival of West coast premier conference. Of course, USC was the ringleader against PAC 12 expansion and then bolted for greener Midwestern pastures, pastures when the opportunity arose. I know we've all been over that before. I think it's a pretty accurate statement. I mean, I'm, you know, some of you all might've thought, Hey, the big 12 will be fine, but, when, I th- when it happened at the time, I mean, I was out there panicking. I was worried about the health of the conference. I was worried about my job as somebody who worked at SiriusXM as a producer on the Big 12 radio channel. As somebody who had you know, recently started doing I was basically a little bit over a year into doing, uh, or less than a year into doing Locked On Big 12, and those were sources of income for me and how I you was know, doing my job. And I thought, well, on top of global pandemic, the schools and the conference that I'm covering, you know, the two big uh, breadwinners, if you will, are leaving. Um, also got a piece from Jason Shear here. Sources indicate to Wildcat Authority there were, there was no deal or numbers presented at yesterday's PAC 12 meeting. There's no indication of anything imminent being presented as of now. So that's something let's put a pin on that. Cause I have some thoughts on that here in a little bit with what John Wilner had to say, but this goes on to say that Kliavkov could not have stopped, uh, could not have stopped the LA schools from pursuing the chance to double their revenues. Uh, you know, he is now stuck trying to assuage or, saw, or whatever have you ever said that the 10 the disgruntled remaining members to hold off increasing pressure from big 12 commissioner, Brett, Yormark, who seems to have the better hand to play all of a sudden and doesn't mind being the aggressor. You know, I think that's so true, but credit Bob Bowlesby. I mean, you think about, Hey, they got schools taken. They did go out and mend the fence as much as they could and kind of settle things down. And I think some of the Pac-12's attitude towards the Big 12, we don't want you, uh, you know, and even past that, you know, we haven't decided if we're going shopping there yet, really did kind of leave a sour taste in the mouths of a lot of presidents, ads, athletic, you know, fans uh, on the whole from the Big 12 conference, and rightfully so. But you know, I also don't think you know, I don't, don't think being sour should ever stop you from doing good business. I think case in point of a TV company came and offered the Big 12, uh, you know, more money to do an OU uh, a Bedlam game, basically you know, I, I, and they want to put that on their, you know, premier spot. I, I don't think the uh, at Oklahoma state should be denying opportunities such as that. Just my thought on this. And also too, you know, I, I think like Missouri and Kansas, great example, right. mile old Missouri, Kansas, big 12 school. Um, a lot of, you know, just, they, they had some sourness after the, you know, the Missouri Tigers left the SEC. And then obviously at some point in time, it's like, guys, what are we doing here? And b- both sides, not just Missouri, uh, not just KU side, both sides, it's so like, guys, there's, there's business to be done here. ESPN wants to televise KU and Missouri, and football would be great, too, to get those two back together. So there's business to be done, and I think, obviously, there's incentive not to let these things cloud that. In the Big 12, uh, Bob Bowlesby we went ahead and got some business done. I think in the future they have to make sure that they are doing that. The Pac-12 did not do that. The Big 12 has been doing business, and when Brett Yormark said they're open for business, they're also closing the business, guys. They're also they're, they're making deals. They're getting things done whether it be OU and, you know, getting the new schools in, getting OU and texts out, you know, floating the idea uh, or getting the TV contract done, now talking about Gonzaga and, and looking at these westward schools, man. They're, they're open, but they're closing. They're doing both. And um, that's where we find ourselves right now. And I think if you guys want to check out this LA Times piece, does a great job here. But just, I think it just kind of highlights, like, this is not, this is the, this reality, you know, is, is maybe the Pac-12, if they wanted to exist, should have kind of relaxed their standards on what they do i mean the big 12 is now basically in the spot the pac-12 could have been in if they did not thumb their nose at at these institutions and look you know academics are important like we're still doing college sports but i'm a big believer in your college experience is what is what you make it um i think for most folks in this world there are a lot a lot of people that can go to a lot of different schools and get a really great education and and figure the way through I know my my situation is not the same, but Missouri is not some academic powerhouse. The reason why I keep I'm referenced here, guys, it's a large state university. What do we have in this conference? Kansas State, Iowa State, Kansas, Oklahoma State, uh, you know, West Virginia. We're talking about state, you know, big state universities here. You know, Central Florida that we're adding you know to the, to the league. I know, uh, you know, I know there's some ex- exceptions along the way. TCU, Baylor, BYU, right? But we got some large state, you know, state schools here. But you can still get a great education there. You know, I, my classes uh, kind of taught me what I didn't want to do. And then I made the most of the student radio station there, the resources there, and was really able to take advantage of that and cultivate what I think is starting to be, hopefully for me, a nice career. And I think a lot of you all had similar experiences through people you met, through, you know, fraternities and connections you made, whatever it is, you can make a great experience anywhere. And I think sometimes it's just like the, the prestige of a, of certain schools. Now there's Ivy's and there's Stanford and there's Cal and I get it. And those, those are really awesome schools, but like Arizona and Arizona state talking to Michael Luke the other day, you know, those, those are big state universities. That's what they are. And, and they're good schools. I'm not trying to trash school, but you know, that, that's what we have in this league. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. And they could have been in this power position if they were like, well, eh, they don't fit the profile. Now you might say, well, USC was the ringleader in that. Um, sure. Right. But I only think the only candidates that, that, that they would really would have wanted were probably Baylor and TCU. Those are probably the two schools they might've said, well, can we target them? And, you know, I actually wonder how real those conversations would have been because Texas Christian university and Baylor are both very, very religious schools, religiously based schools. So I think that that would have been a big conversation. And obviously then USC, a private school, not a large state university goes and leaves. So I think it's very, very interesting that, you know, and they're also the ones that denied it, but they could have had this situation. And the one thing that I think Brett Yormark has beaten George Klyavkov in is that forward thinking is, you know, it, it, you sometimes make short-term moves for the long-term success. You know, I, I think sometimes we're like, well, you th- weigh, weigh all the options here for Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, whatever. But guys, the big message is this, crushing the Pac-12 is good for business saying that's not a power league anymore. Creating a zombie Pac-12 is good for business. I'll spell it out one more time. The ACC, and and a lot of you guys have put this, guys, I appreciate you all listening. Stop putting it in the comments. No ACC schools can break their grant of rights. They cannot do it. They are under contract until 2036. They have their own internal issues they're trying to solve with revenue sharing. The reason why they're doing it is because nobody can go anywhere else. Nobody is close to being able to go anywhere else. The payout is like three times one year of, of revenue. And also from folks I've heard, like I've mentioned this before, Tom Lugenbill, who I really trust. He's, he said, I heard this thing is ironclad. And he lives in Charlotte and he knows the ACC well. He's on ACC radio. You see him on TV. We trust lubes. All right. And he said it's ironclad. Nobody else seems to think these schools can leave. There's no poaching FSU. There is no poaching Clemson. There is no poaching Miami. The only folks that could do it are like the SEC and the Big Ten, and they would make have to make a serious, serious financial contribution to do it. And also, there is an issue of could even some of their games be put on television? We were reading that last week from the ESPN story from Andrea Adelson and David Hale about there is the issue there. Even outside of you pay the fee to get out of there, because of the way that the agreement works, with the television networks, you just can't televise the games. Like, you know, you, you are, with the conference TV network, No, you, you are slated to be here with our conference and, you know, it might cause a blackout for some of that. So that that's, that's why that it's just not possible, people. And once again, to get back to my original point, like crushing the, the Pac-12 was good because the ACC doesn't go to market until 2036. Yes, the Big Ten and the SEC are ahead of everybody, but they have got a lot of partners to satisfy out there. And there is an appetite for Big 12 football. And, oh wait, the schools are good, the games are good. TCU was in a was in a championship last year, and guess what? Uh, they played a fantastic game against K State in the championship game, lost it, and then beat Michigan, who kicked Ohio State's ass. So you know what? Like this, they have something to bring here, and these television networks want the games on there. They help fill out schedules. And guys, I know streaming is going to be big, but. Look at all of the players now involved. Um, ESPN and Disney are obviously involved. Fox is obviously involved. But CBS is now in on the act. NBC is in on the act. We're talking about the major networks. I know Disney, ABC, the same thing. We're talking about ESPN, ABC, Fox, CBS, all are involved. Amazon's getting involved. Like These people want the content and the Big 12 is offering it up. And so, no Pac 12 and no ACC until 2036. What does that mean? You are the third dog at the bowl. And hey, there might be a couple of great Danes, but you still look like a golden lab. You can still handle yourself a little bit. You know, I'm not going to break the door down. We're still quick enough to get in there and get a few sips of water and around the big fellas, still get that money, right? There is still ability for that. And that's what, you know, that's what they're playing for right here. I saw somebody the other day was like, just fold up. You can't catch the big 10 in the sec. What? what? What are you just supposed to not play athletics anymore? You're just supposed to, you know, well, we know we don't, we don't have the funding over there that Ole Miss has. So I guess we're just not going to play. Like, what are you talking about? Also the the big 12, not sure if we noticed here, and, and at least in basketball, uh, obviously has, you know, has a, uh, at least two year monopoly right now on, on the, uh, the championship. And also looks like they could, you know, win another one this season. got plenty of teams that look like they're very, very dangerous. So I think my whole point with this is, you know, I know my whole point with this is that that is the incentive here. That's the fight. And that's why the big 12 has the inside track because the forward thinking of saying, yeah, like maybe the money does not make the most sense right now. Fox has not agreed to the pro rata right now, but when 2030 rolls around, and, there's, and we're offering games at noon, 3, 3.30, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 Eastern because of where our teams are in the conference and the spread that we have and the competitive games that we have and the fact that, yes, we are still going to have entrance to the college football playoff uh, with our automatic teams. And I think the conference at that point would expect to get two teams in every single year. Then there is a lot of people. There's a lot of television companies and some streaming companies that want to put these games on TV. And the Big 12's got the inside track. And what that means is the next time your TV deal comes up in 2030, and then maybe you beat the ACC again, maybe you get paid twice before the ACC gets paid. The guys, the Big 12 schools, are they might make more. There's a good chance they could make more than the ACC schools here, depending on how things play out with CFP and conference basketball tournaments. There is a legitimate shot at that, a legitimate shot. And the Big 12, I think that's why Brett your marks like, we can take this. We have to take this. Because in 2030, and t- just just say you renegotiate in 2035, beat the ACC, you know, y- you're going to get one chance to, to, to go before the ACC. You might get a second one. And also, who knows what's going to happen to the ACC the next time around because guess what? I mean, I think once that contract ends, you think Clemson and FSU, and I know it's a long time away, and Miami, and all of them are going to be like, yeah, you know, let's, yeah, the ACC's up. We're going to make a lot of money. But the SEC comes calling and offers offers you a full share. I'm I'm going there. That's where I, that's where I'm heading if I'm in those schools. And I think Duke and Carolina and UVA and Virginia Tech might get those. People say oh, Virginia Tech. No, guys, it's still like a pretty decent brand. Uh, their fans are going to they, they rate pretty well on television as well. Wheel of It Twenty Four. Andy Staples' article about the the schools that rate well on TV. Tech was up there. Uh, obviously UVA fits the profile academically, Duke Carolina, massive brands. Like you guys see where I'm going with all of this. So that is why I think, you know, you have a chance to become like the, the, the third conference that gets paid you know, the third most paid conference. And also a chance maybe to come number three, when things go sideways, if things go sideways for the ACC, that's what you're playing for. And that's why Brett Yormark has really done a great job outsmarting, uh, George Kliavkov in some ways. And look, I know the Pac-12 wants to stay together, and I, I understand that. And they, sh- they they should want that. That's that's good for the sport, in my opinion. Um, but what's good for the Big 12 and good for business there is, you know, and, and, like, what's good for the sport is now out the window, right? I mean, it's good for the sport of USC and UCLA State. It's good for the sport of Oklahoma and Texas played. But what's good for the sport and what's good for these schools is is now irrelevant. It's all about getting paid, right? So if we're past that point, you know, I think I, I, I'm i rooting for the Big 12, obviously, to get the, get the job done when it comes to that. Uh, John Wilner quick for him. He said the best option for the PAC 12 is, is silence this week. I agree. Maybe for different reasons though. I think it, you know, our our parents always used to tell us, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Um, That applies here as well. That very much applies right here because, uh, and nothing nice to say in this context is if you have nothing good to present, do not present it because you're just gonna get hammered by, you know, with questions. Now I know there's some more sympathetic media members in the world out there, but uh, you know, it's the PAC 12s cause, but you're still going to get a lot of really difficult questions in my opinion about, Hey, what's happening here, what's future, all those kinds of things. And you may not be in the best position to answer those questions. Uh, obviously with the results, once again, on this point, Jason Shear tells us that uh, that, you know, the latest word is, no numbers were presented, there's nothing solid there, and that's what he heard. Now, I know there's gonna be some different things tossed around, but that's what that's what Jason Shear heard. There's a whole lot of you know, uh, silence, I guess you could say, on some of the western fronts, if you will, with some of these things, but that's where we're at right now. All right, quick word for our sponsors on today's show. Sorry, we're late getting to this. FanDuel Sportsbook, guys, if you guys can go play some wagers on the Big 12 tournament happening, probably while you are watching this, go to Locked on well, Big 12. Go to fanduel.com/slash locked on. Fanduel.com/slash locked on. They'll match you up to one thousand dollars in free bets. If you guys lose on your first bet, just sign up, deposit, make a wager, and then you guys after that, okay, uh, I lost, I know. Well, they'll still get you back with those free bets. So once again, uh, fanduel.com/slash locked on today. Once again, fanduel.com/slash locked on today. All right, uh, one more thing here. I want to get out uh, because we're having the lockdown of the Big Twelve basketball tournament right now. So let's talk about Brett Yormark's value on basketball and the future of basketball. And we're gonna we're gonna put a huge pin in this. I just want to let you guys know this conversation is coming in, in the offseason. Um, I think Brett Yormark sees the marquee Big 12 basketball package as a very good very good, uh, standalone opportunity. And here's what I mean. If you sold the a choice for big 12 basketball games by itself, let's just call it, let's just say 10 games. All right. If you said, here's our a package, we're selling this 10 game package. And let's factor this in. Let's just say you get, you get Arizona. All right. And also let's just say you can get Gonzaga because that that could be a part of this too. Let's just say they were able to pull it off for hoops. If you had a situation where you had Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, Baylor. All right. And then um, let's see the next direction you want to go. Let's go with Texas. Oh, Houston. Sorry. Houston. That's when I wanted to go Houston. Those five. All right. So those five, you can create an a package. You, You could create a massive a package and, I want your all's thoughts on this, too, about, about what we're saying here. I'd love some feedback on this, and that's why we're going to hit this again later. Let me know about where you are. You don't have to say what your age is, but let me know what your all's thoughts are about basketball as this sport of the future. Not saying it'll pass football, but the reason why folks think basketball will gain momentum is basketball is massively popular uh, amongst young, young kids. Now, there are stars like Steph Curry, John Morant, LeBron James, star-driven league, that, that's why it, that's why it, it, it appeals. But also, like, the the basket, the Big 12 basketball, they've got great fan bases, obviously. Um, and they are getting star players as well. And so I think if they put the A package together, because just think about it like this. If, if the Big 12 has a package of Arizona, Gonzaga, Baylor, Kansas, and Houston, and those programs can maintain anything where they are right now, and there's a good chance they all can, uh, you are selling the best, the best basketball package in the country. Nobody else is selling you that. Nobody else. Duke and Carolina, yes, they are great together. But the ACC has not been good enough. It has not been good enough. NC State's not been good enough. Uh, Virginia's been pretty good, right? But like Miami, you know, think about the ACC this year. I mean, Pitt had a chance to win it in the last day of the season. Clemson was number one for a good por- portion of the season. Like notable brands at like the basketball, these are – these are um, you know, these are football first schools. I think Brett Yormark sees the value in the big 12 basketball and an a big 12 basketball package. And that's where the streaming could come in down the line. What if an Amazon had the once a week who, who wants to buy big Monday? Does somebody want, or does ESPN want to buy big Monday or does ESPN want to lose big Monday? Right. I mean, they could slap some other games on there, but the big 12 was throwing them bangers week after week after week after week. If you want the Sonic blockbuster, it basically have it every single week. They're going to give that to you. They're going to give you Gonzaga versus Arizona, Gonzaga versus Kansas, Kansas versus Houston, Kansas Baylor, Baylor, uh, Arizona, Arizona, Kansas, Arizona, you know, Arizona, all the, like just round robin them all together. That is a massive, a package that maybe somebody goes, you know what? Saturday or Sunday at 6 p.m. every single week. Wednesday at 7 p.m. Saturday, 8 p.m. every single week on Amazon Prime. Big 12 basketball, the biggest game of the week. That's what we're gonna do. And look, I'm not saying the numbers will rate like crazy, but also if you're in business with, you in business with the, uh, the ESPNs and Fox of the world. In your Kansas, I don't think you're too worried about getting on television, right? Uh, I don't think you're too worried about your non-con games not being on ESPN. These brands are so strong and I think it would be a huge part of this. I think this would be a massive, co- I, I think this is where Brett Yormark sees it going. Now, that's just my idea. I'm not sure if he sees it like that, but I think he sees the value in basketball as a sport, obviously, because he was with the Nets. I think he understands the importance of the next generation. And also, this conference is a wrecking ball. This conference is fantastic to watch. And in this conference, if it adds more, you know, these amazing brands, they're going to add Houston, obviously amazing. You throw K-State in there. Uh, you know, who's had a, a fantastic season. Iowa State, obviously, a top 15 team sometimes. You also, look at who's been winning the Big 12 championships. Iowa State is littered all over it there. Texas Tech, we hope they get their situation straightened now because we love United Supermarkets Arena, obviously. And so all these places, like all these big 12, you know, school, Oklahoma state. Sorry. I don't know. Throw, throw you guys, you know, uh, throw you guys in there as well. Uh, TCU all of a sudden too. So like, I'm not sure how I want to divvy this thing up, but I think it's, um, I think it's important for all of this, you know, that, that we kind of start thinking about basketball for the future. Cause I think Brett, your market is all right. That will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO big 12. There's more news. I will have more thoughts on that. Make sure you guys, once again, subscribe to the channel, Locked On Big 12. Uh, We're trying to get to 3,600 by the end of this month, so please help us do it. The next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.